Here's why the ugly outbreak of anti-Semitism around the world since October 7 is a frightening warning of the firestorms to come if we don't pull ourselves together. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Not since the 1930s, in the lead up to World War II, has there been so much open anti-Semitism as we see today in the aftermath of Hamas's terrorist attack on Israel. What is particularly shocking is the unprecedented outbreak here in the U.S. and the cowardly, see-no-evil reaction of so many of our academic and other civic institutions. These attacks assault core American values, which have made this country so unique and successful in the world. There is a growing alarm that our very institutional foundations are rotting. People sense things are unraveling here at home and abroad. We haven't experienced such a dangerous drift since the years preceding World War II, when the Great Depression and the disillusion from the catastrophic First World War undermined belief in the Enlightenment principles of basic individual rights and freedom, and of the rule of law over arbitrary actions by government. Faith that the human condition would continue to get better and less violent, that growing commerce would gradually render war obsolete, was shattered by the mid-1930s. The totalitarian ideologies of communism, Nazism, and fascism were seen by millions as the waves of the future. Dictatorship trumped democracy, they believed. Then, as today, too many leaders had lost their nerve and were floundering and unable to get a grip on things. When things are so dangerously adrift, anxious people look for scapegoats, and anti-Semitism is often the result. Economically, the world today is in a rut, and people fear future prospects are not good. Indeed, most government leaders and economic influencers don't know what enables an economy to grow. Currencies with stable values, low tax rates, minimal regulations, and now a new category, respect for facts and actual science. That lack of respect is how we have the astonishing spectacle of most advanced nations wasting trillions of dollars and inflicting immense damage on themselves by trying to obsolete fossil fuels with windmills and solar panels. Worse is the constant drumbeat that the world is on its way to a horrible environmental disaster if we don't rid ourselves of fossil fuels. The truth is that there are practical ways to deal with environmental challenges, just as we've been doing for decades. Progress is severely hindered by this apocalyptic hysteria. Actually, free markets work, always, but most countries today pursue counterproductive policies. An enormous obstacle here is that leaders don't realize the basic necessity of sound money as a condition for sustained positive growth. A new worldwide round of vigorous prosperity would enormously ameliorate today's poisonous atmosphere. It would also help challenge the nihilistic ideology so pervasive in academia and elsewhere. Popular reaction to these toxic notions are emerging, and a benign environment would see them bloom. Of course, Better times alone won't right the world ship, but they are a vital prerequisite. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Oh.